Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Donnie Jester, Grace Redemption Church. I'm so glad that you can tune in with us today. We're going to finish up and do the best we can with the little time that we have to teach about the rapture of the church. And I've talked to you earlier about it in programs past, just to give you just a, a review of it, that we believe that there are seven raptures spoken of in the Word of God that will take place, that have taken place. Some of them have. We know the rapture of Enoch, we know the rapture of Elijah, we know the rapture of Jesus, and the next great event on God's timetable. And I want to say it's, it's uh, May uh, 14, I believe it is, uh, 1948. Now you check, it could be 45, but right now I didn't plan on saying that, but that's the greatest thing that's happened in prophecy, Bible prophecy, that's already been fulfilled. And the rapture has no other warning than that. That's it. He could come at any moment. Now you understand there are two comings. First time Jesus will come back for His church. Seven years later, He'll come back with His church. So keep that in mind. Found in Revelation chapter 19. But I want you to zero in on this scripture today. And while you're turning to that, in Luke chapter 21, verse 34. Let's start there. Luke chapter 21, verse 34. If you'd like to become a partner with this ministry, all you've got to do is look at the address on the bottom of the screen. If you would like to sow a seed, give an offering, you can even text to give. There's information for that as well. So let's get right into it real quick. In Luke chapter 21, verse 34, Jesus said, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, which is, you know, self-indulgence, uh, excuse me, and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unaware. For as a snare shall it come on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. Now we see here that the cares of this life the drunkenness, people that are so self-absorbed, if I could use such a word. Uh, the me man is involved, and uh, therefore no more. And they don't have any time for the gospel or any time for God. There's a day coming that's going to be like a snare that's coming when the Antichrist bunch is not looking for it. That's the day of the Lord's return with His saints. But now the rapture, He said, pray always that you be counted worthy. Or the Greek word is axios, I think, and it means deserving. Uh, that you be able to escape the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Now, as I said in programs past, and maybe you didn't get to hear those, the only qualification that you need for the rapture of this church to be qualified to go in the rapture is to be in Christ, to be saved, to be born again. Whether you're on fire for God, consecrated to the Lord, or not so consecrated, because I want to say this to you, there's no such thing as sinless perfection. There's no such thing as a person got every T crossed and every I dotted. All God's kids got problems. And, and you may have to ride the altar all the way. 
But if you are in Christ, you're going when the trump of God sounds. So I would like to draw your attention in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. In verse 1, Paul says, Now we beseech you, brethren, or beg you, by the coming of our Lord and uh, Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together, that word espengogi, espasonagogi, I think it's in the Greek, it refers to a complete gathering. That gathering together means a gathering of the Old Testament saints and the New Testament saints. And those, those that are alive now will all be gathered together. Isn't that awesome? And then he goes on to say in verse 2, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as the day of Christ is at hand. The day of Christ is the second coming of the Lord. Remember, I think I've told you in times past that there's two comings. First time, Jesus will come back for His church. Most Bible scholars believe He'll, he'll actually come out about a mile from this earth and call us up. Whether you're in, you know, have all went up, been on with the Lord and already passed on or you're alive now. We'll be called up together. Isn't that awesome? But seven years later, He'll come back to the earth with us, with the saints of God, and destroy the Antichrist and the false prophet. So what had happened here, somebody had, had wrote a letter to the church and forged the Apostle Paul's name to it and telling them, hey, the rapture's already passed. And he shook them all up. See, I'm not here to shake you up. I'm here to tell you that God hasn't left you and He hasn't left you without a way of escape. Because the words caught up in the Greek in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 is the words harpazo. It means a catching away. It means a snatching away. And it derived that word if comes out of an old English word where we get the word rapture. We're raptured out of here. Glory to God. And it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9, that God has not appointed us to go through wrath, but to obtain deliverance, salvation, or deliverance from the Lord. So I believe He's coming back after us. There used to be a song I used to sing uh, years ago, something to the fact that uh, uh, I believe the cloud, he's coming back on. Something like that. It was a southern gospel. But I, I really got happy about it and liked it. But what I want to share with you here is that he said in verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, everybody say that day, shall not come except there comes a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed and the son of perdition. What I'm saying to you, we don't teach a wholesale backsliding. We, there is a fall in a way, but you can also look at that in different angles. Not only could it be a, not just a fall in a way, yes, there's a parallel of this world getting worse and worse. Uh, we're not going to get everybody saved and say, now, Jesus, you can come back now. We've got everybody one to the Lord. That's not going to happen. The Bible said that this world will get worse and worse uh, evil seducers will wax worse and worse, I should say, deceiving and being deceived. And that's what Jesus said. 
So our only hope is Jesus Christ. The Bible said we need to look to Him. He's the author and finisher of our faith. Now this is what I want to share with you. You say, well, how do you know? How do you know that the rapture hasn't, uh, or the, uh, we're, in we're not in tribulation now? Because I'm going to share with you. The Bible said, he said in verse 5, Remember yet, remember ye that not that when I was with you, I told you these things. Verse 6, And now you know that when what withholds, what withholdeth that he might reveal in his time. What's he talking about here? That the Antichrist, what, how would he be revealed? I believe the Antichrist could be very much alive right now, but he's not made his play yet. Now listen to this. And everything that we're going through right now is a forerunner of things to come. But honey, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can rejoice right now. God will get you through this. You've got to understand He's not going to leave you. Verse 7. For the mystery of iniquity or lawlessness does already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Now let me say this to you. What is, what is he talking about? He that now lets will letteth until he be taken out of the way. He that now hinders will hinder and he be taken out of the way. Let me, I'll try to explain it as best as I can. We may go over a little bit, but let me share this with you. The only restraining force of the Antichrist coming or keeping him back is the body of Christ. He is a personal pronoun. He's not the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will not be taken out of this world. The Holy Spirit will be here. And He will abide with you forever. There will be people saved. There will be the greatest move of God that ever happened in the Great Tribulation period. But you and I should be in heaven already in a marriage supper of the Lamb. we got a dinner to go to, sweetheart. Glory to God. Well, the He could not be the government because the Antichrist will rule in that ten kingdom. He won't, people say, well, is He going to rule the whole world? No, He's not going to rule the whole world. But it's like one old Bible prophecy preacher said years ago, Bible scholar, he said it's hard to go to bed with an elephant and him turn over and you not know it. So he'll have a ripple effect on the world. But the he, the restraining force, has to be the church. He said we are the body of Christ. I know you're the bride. I know you talk about that. But Jesus is a head and it's a male body. It's, the Bible said in Ephesians 2 and 15, one new man. So understand that the church, he's coming back after the church, glory to God. In Revelation chapter 4, when you see that scripture there, the Bible said, John said, I heard a voice. He said, come up hither. What is he saying there? That means you don't see the church anymore on the earth until they're in heaven. Isn't that great? The next time you see them, they're in heaven. So Please know that God loves you. He's coming back after you. Look for His return. Get somebody one to Jesus. And if you don't know Him, say, Jesus, I accept you. I make you Lord. God bless you. Keep watching. Tell your friends. We'll see you.